It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Angler Group, and uh, had a good time. We started off on a flat looking for some fish and ran into about 500 boats and decided to call it quits and head on over to the bridge and play around on the bridge a little bit. And We'll get to some of that a little bit later on in the show. I know we're going to have some guys calling in here shortly with some reports. Um, I believe we've got Brad from Sunjammers up in Pensacola giving us a shout tonight. We should have uh, our good friend Derek Burgess from over on the uh, West Coast giving us a shout as well. Um, I got a, a fishing report from Hootie Who 
<laughs> the man, uh, the man over there, Hootie Who from the West Coast. Uh, you guys know him by that. And uh, so we'll, you know, we got some of that stuff going on. Hopefully, we will get a couple other callers calling in as well. And if any of you guys are listening to the show, or you got a chance to get out and do some fishing this weekend uh, on this uh, this fine Labor Day weekend, uh, give us a call seven one four eight one six forty seven twenty seven. Seven one four eight one six forty seven twenty seven, and as always, we're going to jump right into a couple of uh, local things that are going on. Um, of course, the uh, probably one of the things that's coming up the quickest <clears throat> is uh, the Help Emily Now tournament. That's the uh, for the Rouse family there. Over, it's going to be September the fourteenth uh, at Kayaks by Bow in Titusville, at located at four ten South Hopkins Avenue in historic downtown T- Titusville. Excuse me. And uh, if you have not signed up to be a part of that tournament, I suggest you do so. If you cannot fish it in the morning, I suggest you at least come by in the afternoon and buy some raffle tickets and get in get in on some of those uh, those prizes that will be given away. Because I think every manufacturer in the entire industry has donated something. <laughs> it seems that way. So, uh, and it's a uh, and it's a great cause, of course. I mean, that's first and foremost. It's most important that we help Emily stay in her school. So uh, for more information on that, check out uh, helpemilynow.org and uh, click on the tournament link at the top of the uh, of the toolbar there, and it'll take you to the information in which you need. And then, of course, we got Alan. You, you got your deal coming up soon, right? Yep, coming up in November, November 9th, Saturday, November 9th, for uh Plugging away, just kind of in limbo now, letting people get signed up and, uh, you know, making reservations for camping and stuff like that. So still got a couple months, so, um, you know, we're not uh, not panicking yet. We're focusing on the uh, on the Emily tournament right now. That's the next one for me, too. So, um, you know, once that's, uh, once that's done and in the books, then we'll, uh, we'll start gearing up for the Redfish tournament. Very cool. Any new uh, developments with that, or what? No, not really. I mean, we, uh, you know, we've got all our sponsors lined up. Uh, we got the uh, registration open. Um, everything's pretty much uh, lined up, and ready to go. Now we just, uh, we just wait. So, hopefully, get a, a bunch of people signed up. Have a pretty good cash payout. Lots of prizes, and uh, that's it. Should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I enjoy running that. Very. Very cool. Well, if it's anything like your trout tournament you put on, bro, it'll be a great event as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, we, let's see, we got a lot of guests in the chat room tonight. Guests, if you want to try and log in, you can use your, uh, Facebook or Twitter account. If you have one, one or the other to log into the chat room there, you can join the likes of, uh, Lenny Sutton from black dog custom rods engineer, who is Wade Hollowell. (laughs) <laughs> we learned that today uh or we were reminded that Hollowell is his last name right so uh and then you got Matt Giles in there uh Hootie Who that's that's Hootie Who there um non-pro staff Murdoch Peppy of course is in the chat room as always and Mr. Randy English so uh feel free to to join us there you can chit chat inside the chat room and if you have any questions whatever you're more than a Holloway, Holloway, well, whatever. Um, Cal- <laughs> you're more Calvin. than yeah, Calvin. You're more than welcome to uh, to join us there in the chat room. Please feel free to do so. But anyway, um, 
So, Peppy, man, tell us about your weekend. Hey, you hear me? Yeah. All right. Hey, um, no, it was good. I took off uh, to, uh, to the Keys on Friday. Um, hadn't been down to the Keys in uh, probably about over a year, man. I think the last time I was down there to see my parents or anything like that down in the Keys is probably uh, when I went to my Dry Tortugas trip last last year around the same time, a little right around the same time, and um, went down there Friday night. First thing I saw, I don't know if you saw the picture on Facebook that I put up, um, get down there, hanging out, having a few drinks and stuff with my parents and everything there, and looking out towards the dock, and here's the dock with the big, the dock is just glowing green. I mean, underneath it, it's just glowing green underneath. And talk to my dad, I go, what's up with that? You know, and he goes, ah, those are the new lights we just put up, you know, put up some of these LED lights underneath the, the water lights, the ones that go into water. And uh, I go, man, that's pretty cool and stuff like that. And I go, is there any fish down there? And he goes, yeah, there's fish down there. You know, there's been fish coming around. There's always been snapper. Sure enough, I walk down into the dock to go check it out. I'm standing there in the dock, clears, water's as clear as could be with the green light. And I'm looking underneath, and I see snapper swimming around, all kinds of stuff. And all of a sudden, off the corner of my eye, I see not big, you know, like a 24, 25-inch snook. All of a sudden, just shows up in the light, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, this this is great, you know." It's like, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, the first night I was out there, just seeing that, but um, I didn't do any fishing or anything like that there that night. You know, I was I was enjoying myself a little bit too much, I, you know, enjoying the company of my dad, Jameson, uh, you know, my mom, you know, so <laughs> just hanging out, you know. But it was cool to see that. Um, uh, went dolphin fishing on Saturday. Um, Saturday morning, went dolphin fishing. Only caught a bunch of peanuts. Caught a ton of peanuts. There is a ton of peanuts out there. Um, 21, 22-inch peanuts and let them all go. Um, we didn't want to be, you know, cleaning small fish like that or anything like that, so we just let them all go. And uh, got into some bonitas, too. That was fun. We actually started catching bonitas and having a bunch of fun with those with, with on light tackle. Um, and that's, uh, did that, and on Sunday morning went, um, went yellowtail fishing on Sunday morning with my brother, and went out to about 70 feet of water, it was just us, my brother and I, and one more charter boat that was out there at the time, and he was out there, and, and, um, it was nice and nice, just a couple boats out there, everything was Good, you know, we had a bunch of chum, everything like that. We had all the bait and stuff. We started chumming the water. And next, you know, when we're chumming the water, all of a sudden we have hundreds, hundreds of ballyhoo on the chum bag. Hundreds nice. of ballyhoo on the chum bag. Yeah, it was crazy how much how much ballyhoo we had in the chum bag. And my brother and I were like, um, we have a cast net? And we're like, neither one of us are, well, we didn't bring one, but there might be one on the boat. And me and him started tearing up my dad's boat going through every single compartment that we could find. We found a cast net. <laughs> we did find a cast net. We pulled out that cast net. And we must have, we came back, we must have uh, put into the cooler easily over 100 value. My wow. brother and I caught. Over 100 value me and him caught. And uh, kept on fishing and then did our fishing thing, whatever stuff, and started trying to catch yellowtail. The yellowtail never showed up. But but uh, trigger fish did. Uh, trigger nice. fish showed up. 
Yep, and we got on the trigger fish, changed up our hooks, put some smaller hooks on, and we put a hernia on the trigger fish. Um, I don't know if, pe- if people are out there and never tried trigger fish. You're you're missing it. You don't. If people think that you don't eat that that trigger fish is not good to eat. Trigger fish is one of the best eating fish. You just got to get through that skin. As long as you get through that skin and stuff, that's all there is to it. It's a white it's white meat. Tastes great. Um, I mean, if you get trigger fish anywhere you're bottom fishing, you gotta you gotta try to catch them. And, and, and I mean, they're one of the best eating fish around. Um, Amen, and, brother. And, yeah, and then everything got crazy after that. You know, then it was eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning, something like that. Then the boat started coming in. It was crazy. We saw I saw one guy throw an anchor. It was like three to four out there. One guy throws an anchor from the back of the boat. I see him anchoring up with the anchor in the back of the boat, and I'm just sitting there laughing my brother going, what the heck? Is this guy really throwing an anchor from the back of the boat? <laughs> you know, just just crazy things. You know, just, just long weekends. You know how long weekends are. You see people doing stuff like that. We had one guy come by my anchor by the front of the boat with the, by the anchor within 20 yards of the anchor, you know, stuff like that, you know, just crazy stuff. But, but other than that, man, it was a good weekend, man. We had a good weekend. We didn't catch a lot of fish, you know. We didn't, like, we didn't get the targeted fish what we were going for, but it was good, though. We had a good time. So definitely next time we go back, we've got to do something out there with the kayaks. My dad, talk to my dad again, and my dad is definitely down to do a, he's definitely down, down to do a mothership trip um, with us, uh, with our son, with that, my dad's boat, and another 36-foot, um, 36-foot CV is also in it, too. They they, they said they'll take oh. some boats out there, too. So Nice. We're good. We're down. Let's do it. Book it, Dano. Nope. Can you can you hear me? Hey, you guys there? I'm here. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you hear me? Yeah. You hear what I said? Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I said that's awesome. Oh, cool. Okay, I, I lost you there for a second. I couldn't hear you. Oh, I don't know. I might be having problems with Skype tonight. I don't know. <laughs> Alan, you there? But, uh... Yeah, I can Ow? I can hear you. I'm here, but the audio's both you guys' audio are in and out. Okay. All right. All right then. Post it. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, host the show. Host the show, Alan, for a while. I'm gonna try and figure out my audio situation. Yeah, Peppy. Yeah, Peppy, you were cutting out too, so I don't. Yeah, know. I just. Yeah, you guys have been cutting in and out. I don't know if it's if it's to, if it's Chuck or if it's my phone or what. I'm not sure. Well, carry on conversation, Alan. All right. Okay. Anyway, Peppy, uh, I guess we can go into our little uh, adventure today too. So uh, we haven't talked to you since we got back, but um, we started out uh, started out our little uh, Pineda trip bridge fishing trip today and uh we hit the flats early. We uh we saw some fish but uh caught one little like little rat red, tiny little thing. And um gosh after that it got it got so hot so quick we just uh paddled over to the bridge and started dropping some live shrimp around the pilings which I'd never done before, which was uh actually pretty cool. So once I kinda got the hang of how to uh you know, let it go to the bottom, kind of bring it up just off the bottom a little bit, caught a couple of croakers at first, and then um, we started getting the mangroves, just kind of working the fenders and stuff. We got uh, 
think we ended up total between all of us five or six keepers. So it was fun. Definitely something, uh, definitely something different. That's cool, man. That's, that, you did get out of your realms in order to do, uh, in order to catch a snapper, man. Were you guys using, uh, did you guys use bait or were you guys, uh, yeah. artificial? No, no, we, uh, we stopped and, uh, or I should say I stopped. <laughs> I made the shrimp run this morning and, uh, picked up about five dozen shrimp and we all shared it. We went through it pretty quick. We, uh, Towards the end, ended up having a break on half, using just the head, tails, whatever. Uh, Greg threw some gulp, tried to get some stuff on gulp. I think he got, I don't know if he ever caught anything on the gulp or not, but uh, shrimp was definitely the uh, definitely the ticket. So, But next time we need more shrimp, that's for we sure. Gotta, we got to yeah, hit up that area where you guys were. Um, we actually got to hit up that area a certain time of the year. I'm not sure yet. I got to talk to so the people gave me the reports, but they were, I know they were on the black drum, um, mm. on the black drums pretty good this year there in that area there. So, um, cool. I wouldn't mind doing that, you know, take, yeah, take, take some stinky shrimp out there and trying that. That wouldn't be a bad deal. Yeah. yeah. You're get some crabs, break them up, whatever, anything. I'm down for it. It was pretty cool. Like uh, Chuck said earlier, it was something uh, something different, you know, out of the uh, regular foot or so of water that I'm used to fishing. So um, it was cool. I mean, we had fun. I caught, uh, I think, three keepers, and uh, a couple of them were pushing 12 inches um, or a little more, whatever. I don't remember, but we had fun. It's definitely a way to get out of the heat, too. You can get up underneath that bridge in the shade, and it's like 10, 15, 15 degrees cooler. Just gotta watch them boats come up. You know, we didn't fish in the channel; we stayed out of the channel. But uh, some of them boats were coming through there, way too fast. Big, big sport fishers and stuff. But, but it was especially fun. On, yeah, especially on a long weekend, man. Long yeah, weekend fishing like, there, man. That's kind of scary, man. Yeah, <laughs> holiday weekend. But uh, today it was funny too. We got off to a rough start. I think uh, I was the first one down there. Uh, Tammy sent me a message. Said. Uh, she was tired. I think she'd fished like three days in a row. She was whipped, wasn't gonna wasn't gonna come. And um she ended up she said I guilted her into coming because I bought her extra shrimp. So she ended up coming. Wade texted me about five o'clock. He couldn't get the tailgate of his truck open. So uh he couldn't get his kayak in the back of the truck because the tailgate wasn't open. And Chuck called me. He couldn't find his uh bed extender. His truck battery was dead. Uh, had to find his wife's car keys to get the truck started. So we we, uh, we got off to a pretty rough start, but everybody ended up showing up, and uh, it worked out. So we had a good time. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? We can hear yeah, you I now. Yeah, I heard you. You there? Can you hear me now? Chuck? Chuck, you there? Alan? Hey. You there, Pappy? Hello. Hello. Hey. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you can now. Hear yeah, we hear the world? you. What's going on, man? I don't know what's going on with this thing tonight. <laughs> I don't know. The audio, it's it's horrible. I don't know if I was breaking up, but. No, you, I, I heard everything you said. I just, I don't know. How do I sound right now? Uh, Okay. You kind of chopped up there a couple seconds, but. Hmm. Everybody else is saying yeah. here, so maybe it's just us. I don't know. 
All right, cool. Well, whatever. Uh, go ahead and screen that call there, uh, Alan. Um, yeah, see what it, it is, and then. Uh, but yeah, so that's how my morning started off, as you heard from Alan. Um, I woke up, went to load everything up, couldn't find my bed extender, and then I realized that my bed extender was at the shop, and I had my old bed extender here at the house, and I couldn't find it, and I finally located that one, and then went out and got everything situated in the truck, just ready to pull it out and back it up so I can load the boat. And uh battery was dead. So that's always good. So uh yeah, pulled out of the pulled out of that and, and walked in the house, couldn't find my wife's car keys. And uh you know, it was tough. It was it was a tough morning. Finally got the, the truck jumped and uh got down there to the lunch, did a little fishing with the guys, had a good time and then next thing you know, uh we get back to the truck and yep, battery's dead. So Alan was nice enough to give me a jump there at the at the launch and uh <clears throat> kind of sunk because, you know, the battery that it was in the truck wasn't that old, so you know, I wasn't really looking forward to having to buy a new battery or if that was the case. And so uh ended up that the battery was still under warranty, so that was a, a score for the home team. But uh I love it when you walk into a, in an auto place and you walk out with a brand new battery and it didn't cost you anything. It's always a good day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, but you know what? The bridge fishing stuff, man, it's a lot of fun. And uh, catching mangroves is one of my favorite things to do when I'm not on the flat. And uh, it can't get any simpler. I mean, it's not like it takes a rocket science scientist to figure it out. Um, we're just using live bait style hooks with uh, a decent decent length leader. I mean, my rig basically for the day was uh, I was using 20 pound leader to 10 pound. Uh, braid, and uh, I guess those are probably what no two O's or maybe even three, no those are probably two O's weren't they on? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were two O's. Number five. Yeah, two, uh, two O shot. live bait style hooks. They look like owners, um, and uh, a split shot above the leader. I mean, hook the shrimp, drop it over the side, wait till you feel it tap, <laughs> and try and rip their face off. So. Uh, but Alan definitely swung for the fences. He did a lot better than the rest of us did. Um, put on a clinic, and but it was a lot of fun, like you say. And um, I'm going back. I'm going to try a different bridge, but I'm going to go back and, and do some more bridge fishing for sure. Especially, even though it's we're getting towards that time of year where it's going to start getting a little bit cooler, it's going to be really, really productive to go ahead and jump all over those bridges, man. And the black drum should start showing up on them in pretty good numbers. Uh, a couple of you guys caught some big pig fish. I mean, big pig fish. I'd have loved to be able to drop them offshore on a wreck. But, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to catch out there. I've caught big snook off the bridges. I've caught tarpon off the bridges before, so you never know. But uh, we're going to break away from that real quick. Let's jump on in to uh, talk to one of our good buddies from Fat Fish Guide Service over there in uh over in the west coast of Florida, Mr. Derek Burgess. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Yeah, same old, same old. Same old, same old. Man, you know what? I haven't I haven't targeted any uh, snapper, but you guys, listening to you guys makes me want to now this week. I love me some snapper, man. You guys sound like you got a good bite over there right now. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Um, this is the time of year where they'll move into the river um, the, the juveniles will kind of push in through the inlets and stuff, and 
uh, home up on some of the bridges and whatnot. So it's a lot of fun. Nothing really big. I mean, you can be, if you really sat there and, and put in some time, you'll pull some 15, 16, 17-inch fish out of the up the bridge pylons. But you know what, man? A good mess of 12 to 14 inches are pretty good. Nice, nice. Well, that sounds good, man. I'll tell you what, over here on the uh, West Coast, I've had a chance to move around this week. Uh, it's been pretty productive. Uh, I fished out in Sarasota, and uh I'll tell you what, there's some huge schools of reds out there. I mean, really good schools with some nice bullfish. Um, they're eating the Seville stick shads, um, any top water you got, good-sized top waters, and, of course, the SSBs in darker colors. Um, I got the fish in Bradenton, uh, yesterday and uh found some trout out there trouts in the passes and of course the trout are going to eat all your soft plastics as well rigged on jigs or or uh <clears throat> excuse me rigged on jigs or any top waters uh lots of snook they have plenty of snook down there a um, lot a lot of undersized no slot and uh nothing nothing too big but uh finding them in the groves and some fast moving water on the outgoing down there uh, so I had some good times yesterday. I mean, I only fished like two and a half hours before I got caught in the rain and did pretty well. Um, out here in Tampa, we're uh, still catching some tarpon off the beaches. Um, they're not as big. These fish have been around 70 to 80 pounders, you know, 90 pounders, just under 100. Uh, been using pinfish, live pinfish or live shad. It's been mostly what's been available Um couple reports I got, nobody was really catching them on any uh, sardines or anything, uh, just mainly all the pinfish and the shad. Seems like this time of year, that's what they're getting on. Uh, even cool. uh, rigging them on one knockers. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty good, man. I mean, Reds over here uh, in Tampa, they've been schooled up pretty hard on the south shore, you know, down, got an area called Miguel's Bay and, and Joe's Island, and anywhere down south, they've been pretty thick down there. Um They've been eating super early on the lows, and you can catch them tailing sometimes. And uh, as soon as that sun comes up and gets warm, say, 9 o'clock, it's over. No more for those guys. I mean, they're going to hide in the deeper water, and they're randomly catching them, or some guys are getting them on cut bait, um, <clears throat> which I don't use myself, really, unless I'm on your guys' coast, man. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a necessary evil for us over here for the big fish, unless you're peppy. I'm telling you, man, but that's cool, though. Whatever, man. Whatever catches those slobs, I'm down. <laughs> you guys got some beasts over there. So, uh, But um, our, our our snook over here in Tampa are, I mean, this is a good time. Seems like this weekend, uh, I don't know if they knew it was going to be the opening of snook season for us, which was yesterday. But uh, they were feeding very hard on the mullet. I mean, it almost looked like the early mullet uh, run deal. I mean, they just were, were just stacked up, pushing up all the mullet up against the banks and just taking their turn on them. Uh, most fish are like under 30, nothing too big, but uh, really nice, really nice to come down and just get some of those guys, man. Yeah, very cool. Now, listen, if you were going to, since we've been talking about mangrove snappers, if you were going to go out and try and target some mangroves by you, uh, do you have are there any bridge expansions and stuff like that that might would hold them, or do you have to head a little bit oh, offshore? Yeah. Or what's your situation over there? Oh, oh yeah, we got plenty of spots out here. We actually have some plot, uh, spots in the flats that are a little bit deeper um, structure, some oyster beds that are, that hold them. Um, any bridge like the Gandy Bridge or the Howard Franklin Bridge, or even the Courtney Campbell Causeway out here, are holding them. Uh, tons of docks. I mean, any of the docks. I mean. 
a lot of the tricks guys use out here, I'm pretty sure they may use on your coast too, is just they'll bring a shovel or, or something they can scrape the piles, uh, the pilings or whatever, or, or the walls, even some of the sea walls, and um, they'll chum them up, man. They'll chum them up with that and, and bring some sheephead out as well. So it's pretty fun, man. Nice. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Well, cool, man. Listen, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and do a charter with you, man, how do you do it? Yeah, um, they can uh, they can check me out at www.fatfishkayakcharters.com, and uh, it's spelled with a P-H-A-T, not the F-A-T. And uh, they can give me a call at 813-447-4732. Awesome, man. Are you going to meet us up there at the boondoggle or what? Oh, just about What's that. that? You're breaking up, buddy. You there? There. Yeah. Uh-huh. You there? Here. Chuck, you there? I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, yeah, there you Yeah, he's there. Derek, you can be on the boondoggle or what? No, boondoggle. Unfortunately, I'll be in Puerto Rico that weekend, man. I'm, oh, I'm going right, to miss this right. boondoggle. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll, be that 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 leave me. I'll be on the yeah. next one, guys. I'll be on the next one, so. Bandito, Nanny. <laughs> What's up, baby? What a little pesky that guy. That's a beast right there. Uh, yeah. I mean, that yeah, guy well, right there. Cool, man. Well, listen, enjoy good, your man. trip and uh, have a safe one. And, uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk to you way prior to that. But I uh, appreciate the call as always, man. Thanks so much for uh, keeping us in tune with what's going on over there on your coast. Anytime, brother. Anytime. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. Excellent, man. Take it easy, brother. See you, brother. Right, guys. Derek. Derek's a, a, a vast. Uh, wealth of knowledge, man. I really enjoy listening to his reports. Crushes the fish, too. Crushes the fish. And from one fish crusher to one of the better rod builders I've ever uh, had the pleasure of using one of their rods of Mr. Lenny Sutton. Black What's going on, guys? What's going on, man? What's going on, brothers? You there? Yeah. Uh, I'm here. Can you hear me? We're here. I, I, I can hear Peppy. Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? How many Roman coats? How many Roman coats have you had? Uh just a couple. How many drinks have yeah. you had? <laughs> nah, I was Lenny's out there. Uh... <laughs> Lenny's out there running around on the uh, Indian River trying to find ducks already. Hey, man, I saw him today. I was all happy. I saw a few teal today. I was all stoked up, ready to go for duck season, and the fishing was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> man, we ran from Granite all the way down to Sebastian Inlet, ran a little bit offshore. We had uh, pulled up on a big school bait. It was getting all busted up on by some they didn't want to eat. We played around with them for a little bit and hit the inlet for some snapper on a on a slash tide, and that was it, man. It was done. It was done. Nothing. Just a few wow. little jacks, a few little blue runners, and it was done. And, uh, and the boat, boat traffic was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, we... Like I said, uh, we we experienced that over there at the bridge, man. It was nuts. 
And you had guys on jet skis and flats boats and big giant sport fishermen running up and down the intercoastal. It was kind of a little hairy there, there a couple I times. I, I think I lost you, Chuck. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm here now. Yeah, my bad. I get bad reception here in the house, and Skype's been uh, acting up a little bit tonight. So, but uh, yeah, no, we we were sitting there at the bridge, and we almost got uh, taken out two or three times. I think uh, our buddy Greg Barry was was probably the closest to getting taken out. He he almost got waffled by a flats boat. Yeah, well, you guys were lucky you didn't get ran over by a flats boat this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just figured I'd call and give you guys a lesson. Uh, the, the fishing here, the water, if you're hitting the incoming tide, it looks good. As soon as that tide turns, water clouds up and fishing shuts down. And, I mean, it was good this morning for a little while. We, there was a lot of fish, a lot, a lot of I mean. The, the mullet are crazy right now. I mean, there's so much mullet, and it's so hard to compete with them. Yeah, and that's, that's part of the problem, man, is when, when we get these big influxes of, uh, of bait fish and stuff, it's just, you know, getting getting your bait to stand out from the rest of them. It's, it can be tough. Um, yeah, we were throwing, I threw everything that I could think of at those bonitas. I switch, I had um, some soft plastics I threw at the at the Bonita. They wouldn't even hit slayers. They just wanted those blue runners, and that was it. If you weren't throwing anything that looked like a blue runner, you might as well forget about it. Very cool, very cool. Well, listen, man, uh, if anybody wants to buy one of your uh, handmade custom rods, how do they do that? They look up Black Dog. Rods.com or hit me up on Facebook, Blackout Rods at Facebook. Awesome. Appreciate it, Lenny. All right, brother. You guys have a good one. You too, brother. Right, See later. you. Later. Yeah, Lenny's good people, man. I know a bunch of us here on the Space Coast fish his rods. So uh, if you're in the market for a custom rod, man, check them out. Definitely worth, uh, definitely worth your while. And from Mr. Lenny Sutton, we're going to run right over to Brad from Sunjammers up in Pensacola. You got me, Brad? Yeah, I'm here. Panama City, not Pensacola. Oh, my bad. Panama City. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Just about two hours east. It's all right. A little bit better fishing over here, we like to think. They disagree with us, but that's all right. <laughs> What's going on over in uh, your neck of the woods, brother? Oh, just trying to dry out from all the rain we've had and trying to figure out how to fish in, um, in Dunkin', Dunkin' Donuts coffee because that's about what our bay looks like. It's nasty. But the fish are eating, so that's all that matters. Yeah, what's going on? What, what, what are you guys catching and where are they headed? Um, they're catching quite a few trout right now. Um, they're slid off in a little bit deeper water, um, that three to five foot, which is deep for us for catching trout, and then that ridge in that two to three foot of water. Anything that makes vibrations, and I really don't care where you are, is going to get bit. Bait's scarce in the bay right now. I guess all that fresh water flushed the bait out. Um, but the Slayer Ink paddle tails are by far the number one bait that people are catching good-sized fish on. There's that oversized tail just going thump, 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 thump through the water with a with a steady but slow retrieve, and they're just getting crushed. That and Aqua Dream Spoons. 
And it's pretty pretty much, you know, the entire bay's um, being productive like that. If you can find a place without floating grass, um, any topwater bait's working really good. The unfair lures are working good. But pretty much everything that you can't rig weedless or get, you know, a foot or so below the surface just get tangled up with grass. So, so let, let me let ask me you ask this. this. When, we, uh, when we head up there for, oh, crap. Oh. What happened? There? Did we lose him? Who's there? You there, Brad? Hey. Yeah, you got me. Chuck? We lost yeah. Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> Stupid Skype, man. I'm t- man. <laughs> Chuck, Brad Allen. Yeah, yeah we're you here. Got Brad. Yeah, Brad's there, Peppy. We're just there's all kinds of audio bugs going on tonight. I don't know what's up. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Man. weird stuff. Chuck's trying to get it fixed. So, <laughs> we'll ask you what we what he was about to ask. He was about to ask about Boondog. Well, I know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Last I heard, yeah, we can't wait for everybody to come up this way. Um, you know, we wish we could have drug Boondog all over to Panama City, but we just don't have the infrastructure to support the size of the Boondog, which, which, is, which is a good thing if Boondoggle's that big. It just thinks it's not my backyard. Hmm. Yeah, well, you, uh, that you? one we – go ahead, Seth. No, I was going to ask Brad if you're going there. Are you going to Boondoggle? Um, I'll I'll drive over one day, but it's hard for me to commit that far out. The shop's just so busy. Um, it's hard for me to get away and, you know, especially predict, you know, that far out that I can be gone a weekend like that, especially a holiday weekend. If it's anything like this weekend was, um, I may drive over one night, but um, getting over there during the day is going to be tough. Yeah, you got to make your way over there, though, because you got to, you know, people got to look at you and they got to look at Chad next to each other to see what's up with that. And Chad will still be so fat, you won't be able to see me. (laughs) I'll have to stand in front of Chad. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That's good, though, man. That's good what you guys got going. (laughs) Oh, yeah. um, We we both needed to lose weight, and obviously Hal Hal needs all the kayaks they can get, so it's a win-win for absolutely everybody. Um, no, I'm sure I'll make. I'm sure I'll make it over there one of the days. I just not sure yet which one or for how long or how many. But I have so many invites for everybody, and I can just crash in their um, in their RVs and their tents and stuff. It, it'll be no problem for me to find a place to sleep. Yeah, that'll be great. Even if you go by for one day, like you said, that, that'll be good. You get to see all these people that you never get to see. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I've never fished in that area before. That's going to be something new for me. I've never fished a panhandle at all. I've never done that fishing it's over a, there. If we can get the rain to stop, it's absolutely beautiful. Our water is typically crystal clear. You know, you you can sight fish. We're all messed up. We're used to sight fishing our reds and, you know, 10 inches, you know, 18 inches of water. You know, you, you see the school, you see the fish. I want that when you pitch to it, make presentation, you're, you're hooked up. Now it's you can't see anything, so it's a lot of um, a lot of a lot of mystery for us right now. We're we're actually scratching our heads every time we're on the water. 
Um, but the fish are there and they're eating. It's just a different style of fishing. But if it clears up, y'all will have a blood. You'll all be buying houses up here. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's just a, it's well, a drive for us. So you would think it's in Florida, and you would think it's not that far, and it's it's like a six and a half hour drive for us, six and a half, seven hour drive. But and we get people all the time. Don't y'all ever get down to the mangrove, you know, to the Keys or in Florida? I'm like, that's like fourteen hours away. Are you kidding me? No, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, people think because you're in the same state that it's right there. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's like driving the length of California. It's it's massive. Brash, you there? Yeah, Chuck? yeah, I think I'm here. All right. You're there. Get back now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay with the theme species. If someone was going to come up there and look for mangrove snappers, what's the chances? Uh, the very good. Um, the place nobody fishes is actually the west end of Panama City Beach and Lake Powell, largest coastal dune lake in the country, if not the world. And a place called Pinnacle Port, if you, now that you know, they're little docks. We call them the yuppie docks because they're rich people. They have mangroves sitting all around the docks. Live shrimp, small hook, pitch it out there and hang on. Almost no weight. You need to make that shrimp look like it fell, like a bird dropped it in the side. Almost like your sheep's head fishing, and that's how they're catching them. Wow. Road trip. Yeah. <laughs> No kidding. <laughs> this, this fall is when you need to come for our sheep's head spawn. It is unbelievable. Um, you know, just watching five or six sheep's head fight over, you know, a little bitty peeled shrimp that, you know, you just tossed on the water and they just annihilate it. Sheep's head fishing up here is, is a blast. But you're yeah, going to get awesome. nasty rushed up around the pylons. Hey, it's all right. The uh, the Hobie's a little bit too slick right now, so I can uh, use to scrape it up a little bit. I think. Absolutely, it helps. Actually, it helps decal stick better, so that's all right. <laughs> Rough roughing it up a little. I was going to say I lost the partial decal today to to the barnacles, yeah. but I've got extra sand backup. <laughs> I messed up a couple. Well, Brad, man, I appreciate you calling us, and uh, I saw yeah, that new Hobie no uh, paddleboard you got. Oh yeah, the, the new Hobie paddleboards are awesome. Um, it's it's we got our paddleboards like a week after, although we, they wouldn't let me bring the the new Hobie kayaks out until September first, really, and start playing with them. But the paddleboards showed up on Saturday, and all of them playing with them paddleboards. They're so sexy. Um, but we started playing with the new Revos today, so we'll start rigging them. I think we put three bottom machines on tomorrow, so we'll know exactly if that Lawrence Ready system is going to work on the new kayaks or not. Like like design, we'll we'll know within a couple of days. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that here on our coast too, uh, at the shop that I work at. Man, I know that everything Hobie's done uh, the last couple of years has just been incredible, and uh, time for everybody to keep playing catch up. You know, we don't. They didn't make very many changes this year, but then again, they didn't, I don't think they really needed to. I keep bothering uh, Frank. I keep asking him, when are, when are they ever going to come out with a 14-foot outback? And, and what does Frank say? <laughs> Frank, Frank always, you know how he is, man. He's, he always has the, uh, the roundabout answer as in they're thinking of it, but I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but you Frank's know, a, I think, Frank I think he probably would agree. Excellent. He would make an excellent politician. Oh, yeah, he would. But uh, I think you would agree. I think that that would be a, a stellar uh, move in the boat line uh, to, to 
put out something like a an outback and a 14 footer, a little bit of a flatter deck, something you can stand in. Um, at least yeah, for me. I'd I mean, be, yeah, I'd, I'd, they they actually asked me. They they polled me on that. I was iffy on it. Um, it's you know the the pro anglers are doing so well. You know, so you know you can. It's got when you can probably do everything you can out of that 14 foot outback and a 12 foot pearl angler. For the most part, it's you know I, I'm not I'm not sold that they definitely need one. Um, there's no doubt I'm definitely in the minority on that. Um, they, they have my wish list of of upgrades that I demanded to see for 2014. I mean 2015, but I know they just laughed at me. These are very similar to the ones I gave them about a year ago, and I didn't see any of them. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I want to see integrated tracks. I want to see uh, sacrificial skid plates on the back. Um, that's my top two, and I want them to really research um, a different style seat option. Um, but most people, once they sit in like a, a Revo or an Outback for any length of time, they realize you don't need a better seat. That seat's actually pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no problem with the Outback seat. I, I spent many an hour in that seat, and then it's uh... – it's actually fairly comfortable for what it is, you know. Just being yeah, it, exploring 250 pounds, it's that you know. Perceived value the, the Jacksons, the, the Mayors, with the Slayer, Slayer have, you know, the, those 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 high those high low seats. That's just a perceived value. Most people around here leave those seats in the low position, just kayak. But people rarely fish in the up position for any length of time. Yeah. Well, cool, man. I appreciate the call. Yeah, no problem. And um, if we can help you all out, we're a phone call away. Absolutely, man. We look forward to hearing from you again in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Just let me know when you want me to call in. Every week. <laughs> and I'll I'll start bugging you all at 730 every Monday night. Sounds good, right. brother. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, Everybody oh, good wait, night. real quick, Bye-bye. Brad. Yep, 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 yep. Tell everybody how to find you. Uh, just Google Sunjammers, um, Facebook.com slash Sunjammers, YouTube slash Sunjammers, any social media slash Sunjammers, and then always at Sunjammers.com, we ship nationwide. Anything and everything. If you don't see it, let me know. I screwed up and it should have been there anyways. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Brad. No problem. Y'all have a good night. All right, All right buddy. You Thanks too. a lot. Take care, Brad. Bye. And from Brad to Rory, Greg. I know we we kept him on hold there for a while, so let's see if he's still there. What's up, Rory? Yeah, man. What's up, brothers from other mothers? How was the Labor Day weekend? Happy Labor Day weekend. You too. Hey. Yeah. yeah, just getting off the water myself. I had to uh, play Dodge the Storms. Late in the day here, and I uh, was itching to get on the water, and actually uh, just uh, driving through some rain still a little bit last last at the end of the day here, but um, a little slow on the top water bite after the storm switched through tonight. Um, had a uh, charter yesterday morning, a uh, rare occasion where I had an artificial charter, so that's always kind of fun when people are on the challenge themselves, and it was a two-person charter, and. Uh, did okay. The top water bite was really slow. I mean, the conditions were were great. It was totally laid down and slicked out over in Chickapoo Bay. I mean, you know what I call a, a perfect pit tide. You know, high tide early morning, low tide midday. You can do pretty much everything throughout the 
swing of the tide. Um, you know, started off working topwater plugs and weedless spinner baits, um, inline flare spinner baits uh, with various color combos on there. We ended up uh, kind of having a slow start, but a pretty good finish. Um, and most of the action came as you know the tide kind of started to move a little bit more. There was tons of bait everywhere. Uh, just like our, our guy from uh, Sun Jammer said, the muller is just thick right now. And, you know, if you can match that, you know, that's where it's at. It's a fingerling muller everywhere. And, you know, anything else is in total competition to the live bait action. So uh, I busted out, uh, you know, some, some Slayer SSTs in the uh, silver mullet. And then also just the good old white with the chartreuse tail has been on fire for the flounder. Um Landed uh, three nice flounder, you know, 18 to 20 inches. Um, all the guys had some some good fish fry to take home, and then a few trout in the mix as well. So I didn't get on to the school of reds I was looking for. We found a few, you know, around midday, but it was just, like, really stinky hot. Um, and then, sure enough, like, right around that incoming tide push in the afternoon, I got a report from Dad. He went out and, of course, you know, cast netted uh some nice finger mullet and pushed off in his PA and went out to a couple of our bunny holes and, uh, you know, he said he left them biting, which is not surprising when I call to get a report from him. So he said he uh, had uh, about five or six, you know, slot reds, upper slot reds, a few nice flatties in the mix, and then he said after a couple hours uh, his old bones couldn't take the heat anymore, so he had to get out of the kitchen, but um, all caught on, uh, on Slayer jig heads. And uh, overall, pretty good weekend all around. Got some reports from the boys in various areas. Had some good topwater action. Um, some nice trout caught up to, uh, you know, 25-plus inches. And some good night fishing action going on on topwater and also with the long A's under the lights. So, um, again, you know, live bait is killer, but um, if you can get into some good action right now and kind of match the hatch, it's kind of where it's at. We're in that transitional phase right now waiting for the water to dip a couple of degrees in another month or so. Awesome. That was a bite uh, for you yeah. guys this weekend. Chuck, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Moore, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay. I guess I'm, I'm here. Here. I'm here. <laughs> It just turned out really bad. I was just waiting for uh, Alan or Peppy to talk. I just (laughs) muted. My audio is so bad. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's a ton of storms heaping through over here right now. I don't know how the electricity is down there where you guys are at, but even when I was on hold, it was kind of in and out, in and out. Yeah, I could hear you fine, Rory. Okay. Yeah. 10-4, man. Well, uh, I just pulled up to the house, so uh, I'm going to get in here and get settled up to uh, get back in action this week. And then uh, got a few good tournaments coming up uh, this weekend, the uh, Anglers for the Cure and also uh, North Florida Challenge. So should be a fun weekend coming up. And then uh, got the outdoor show as well coming up a weekend from now. So that should be good as well here in Jacksonville, the Prime Osborne Convention Center. Very cool. And if anybody wants to uh, book a trip with you, man, how do they do it? Yeah, they can reach me on my website at chickapitbay.com. Um, waiting for some updates there, so my phone number has changed. Uh, my my email address is my full name, Rory Austin Gregg, two Gs, at yahoo.com. 
and the website guys finally getting back from his hiatus in Costa Rica, so I'm going to get with him next week. But my new number is 904-314-0628, and uh, the action is just going to keep getting better to uh, our favorite month of the year coming up in October. So give us a call and uh, book a trip. They're booking up pretty pretty thick here for the fall already. Very cool, man. I appreciate the call. All right, guys. Always a pleasure. And, hey. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. Take care, Rory. Yeah, All right. thanks, Rory. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, <laughs> the beauty of live radio. It's wow. almost like I don't know whether I don't know whether I'm having problems and you're having problems or what's going on. It's almost like one of those. That's why I'm sort of like quiet sometimes because <laughs> I just don't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mike, just, just remember. Just remember, in radio, the worst thing is dead air. Yeah. <laughs> so, so even if even if you're not sure if you have uh, reception or not, say something. Yeah, just or talk, talk away. Or push, push a button. Just, yeah, push a button. Like this button. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers. Made 100% in the USA. Always has been. Always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish and the perfect fly rod yeah. and get ready for some magic. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. Yeah. So let's see how long my audio lasts. What do you? You're on your cell phone. Uh, while the commercial was going on. <laughs> say what? Oh. Yeah, lost you, you there? Yeah. Okay. There you are, man. Yeah. Even the uh, even the commercials were cutting out. I'm telling you, man, it is cutting it out. Well, no, I'm listening. I'm listening to the actual live feed and it sounds fun. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Besides the fact that, you know, we're we're kinda of cutting in and out. The actual feed itself, I I heard Rory's entire conversation. Okay. So I don't know. Uh, anyway, hey uh real quick, Matt Giles I think is asking about the uh camping at Cars Park for the uh Emily tournament. I think is what he was saying. Uh, uh I don't I don't know nothing about that. No, I don't know. I'm trying to trying to roll back. Yeah, I mean you can camp at cars anytime. Camping's uh what is it, I think, like twenty twenty or twenty five dollars well, for water spots. You can't camp at cars anytime. Not not well. Not without the pass. Yeah, so I don't know if uh hmm. Okay, maybe he's thinking uh, when it when is Matt trying to go? Um 
Is he trying to go uh, for the Emily tournament? Yeah. Um, if it's the Emily tournament, I think Austin might have worked something out with Christina. There might be some worked out that people would camp for the Emily tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what Matt's saying. Okay. All right. It may work something but it's twenty five dollars, uh twenty five dollars for water and electric and I think if I'm not mistaken, I think it's ten dollars for a regular primitive site, I think. I'm not yeah, sure. Something, like, something that. like that. Ten or fifteen dollars, yeah, something like that. And I think if you're fishing the Emily tournament during the Emily tournament and you launch at Cars Park, the the launch fee is waived for that day. Okay, cool. Yes. That sounds good. So, Matt, if you're out there, Matt, and you're listening to this, I hope you remember where Cars Park is. I know. I hope you remember how to get there. I hope you remember how to walk around there because last time I saw you there at Cars Park, I don't think you knew where you were standing. <laughs> <laughs> He's never been in Cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Matt, Matt was, was wasted. wasted. Yes, he was. <laughs> First impression is the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was a funny night. <laughs> hey, Alan. Yeah. I'm going to text you his, his report. report. I want I you want to, to read it. it. Okay. You should you have it now. now. Or, or soon. soon. All right. If I can figure this new phone out. I'm, I'm no longer in the iPhone ranks. So if I hang up on yeah, you, I'm you sorry. What. Tell you what, Skype sucks right now. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, let me look and see if I let me see if I got it. Hang on. <gasps> I'm, there it is. <laughs> you can always tell when somebody who's hosting the show gets a uh, text. It sounds like a duck. Uh, I didn't get the I didn't get the report yet. No. Chuck, you're saying you online, turn on your radio. You hear me, Chuck? They're saying to turn down your radio. They're saying turn to turn down, down my radio. radio. Yeah, they're saying there's an echo. Well. No. I don't have a radio. Oh, I don't know what's going on. I say echo, echo, Chuck. They're saying you have a you have an echo going on. I like echoes. <laughs> Anyhow, I don't know, man. The radio, you know, this whole radio thing decided to take a vacation with the holiday at the same time. I think because, geez, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Alan, did you get that yet? No, I didn't get it yet. You texted us my phone or on Facebook? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, on your phone. No. no, didn't come through yet. All right. Strange. Well, anyway, strange um, evening. What would you do this weekend, uh, Alan, if you were going to go fishing this week? If I wasn't working and I was going to go fishing, um, which I am working this weekend, which stinks, but oh well, I'll get a four-day weekend after that. Um, I don't know. You know, I'm going to uh, probably use my days off during the week next week after working the weekend to, um, you know, maybe uh, something like what we did today, you know, a little early morning uh flat session and then uh maybe some more bridge stuff. I don't know. That was that was pretty cool for sure. So it's just so dang hot out right now. I mean it's uh 
about all you can bear being on the water for a couple, two or three hours in the morning, and then it's it's pretty much done. So until it starts cooling down a little bit, I think the uh, the uh, you know my uh, flats excursions are going to be early hour trips or hour or two trips, and then uh, change it up. But we'll see. Yeah. Quick. Quick trips. Yes, very quick. With water. <laughs> Pepe, what do you what's your plans for this weekend? Uh my plan for this week, um actually uh if I fish I'm gonna fish uh probably Saturday or Sunday. And with the Emily tournament coming up, I'll tell you right now, I'm probably gonna be scouting. Uh probably trying to see where I could find some of those big reds and and put a spot on them, you know, put a spot wherever those big reds are and pretty much know where they're at for them in terms is pretty much what I'm going to do. I don't know exactly where yet, but pretty much got an idea where they're at, you know, so going to just see and play the game and see what happens, you know. Yeah. So that's uh. Hey, can you guys hear me? That's my plan. Yep. Okay, I got you on speakerphone so I can read uh, Hootie Who's report here. Read it. I got it. Here we go. This is from Matt Giles. Fishing has been awesome. The redfish are starting to school up. Got into a school a few times this week with fish all over slot. Early morning outgoing tide. They would eat just about anything we were throwing at them. Slayer SST. Root beer chartreuse and golden brim on a 3-0 jig head or weedless 8-ounce hook was working great, and mullet pattern topwaters. Snook season is open and everyone is hungry. All my snook spots. At people on them catching fish, I'm personally encouraging catch and release. The snook fight is on. Moving water around feeder creeks and up in the mangroves on high flood tides. Live bait can't be beat. Greenies are large shrimp. Next best thing is a DOA shrimp or Slayer SST pearl chartreuse. Not many trout, very few small trout. The manatees are going crazy. Had one scratch up on me waiting the other week. First time it's happened was kind of cool, though. Uh, didn't really get into any deep water. Heard a report of some big sharks landed a little south near Anna Maria Island. Ten-foot bull shark from the beach. Wow. Redfish should get better as soon as it starts to cool. So if you're interested in fishing the West Coast for big red, now's the time. Shoot me an email at woodyhoo at yahoo.com. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Woodyhoo. Woodyhoo. Excellent. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, thanks, man. But uh, so basically, I guess, if uh, if I were going to go and try and find something to do this upcoming weekend, I would go and mangrove snapper fish because I don't really personally care to try and fight with crowds of people on the flats and uh, Did you lose me again? No, no, no. I was just saying that was oh. that was bad today. Dodging boats and waders and man, yeah, horrible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd probably go hit all the different bridges that I could and see what's going on, see if you can find some black drum, maybe some big mangroves, um, a snook or two hanging around the uh, fenders. You never know. But 
I was a little bit disheartened when, you know, 50 to 100 slot size redfish swam past me. I threw everything I had at them, and none of them wanted to play. Oh, yeah. Same here. Watch them swim by. You know, and and I, I almost hate it because it seems that once there's a school of fish, or well, once, once word gets out that there's a, a school of fish somewhere, regardless if it's in the same spot that most of us will go and fish on a regular basis, by the time you get around to finding those fish, nine times out of ten, they've been beaten to death so hard yeah. that the only thing they'll eat is natural bait. And so no motor zone is that way, too. Chuck. Yep. Yo. Can you not hear me? Uh, now you're back. Dude, I lost you now for about back. 10 seconds there. <laughs> yeah. Man. Whatever. Anyway, so uh, the no motor zone is getting beat up to death. The, uh, the lagoon has been pretty much left alone for a while, it seems. So, I don't know. If I was going to go look for redfish, I'd probably hit the lagoon. I heard the water's clearing up a little bit, which is good. Randy Ingram keeps catching fish out there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I tell you what, the, where we fished yesterday, I was very pleased. I've not fished that spot in probably, gosh, it's probably been three or four years. And uh, there's grass coming back. I mean, I stopped fishing it because it was basically just a barren sand bottom last time I was out there. There wasn't any bait. I mean, not a mullet, not a stingray, nothing. And uh, I was very pleased to see those graphs starting to come back in that section of the river, so there may be hope yet. You know what? It's kind of of strange with all the bad bad stuff that's going on with the river down south, down by Stewart and all that area with the runoff and all that stuff that they have coming from Lake Okeechobee. Because it's bad down there, and they're having all this stuff and everything like that, and it's really bad. But at the same time, this is probably the best the lagoon has looked in, in our area, our, our our rivers up in this area in probably about two or three years. It's probably yeah. the best it's looked in that time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's kind of strange, but I'm glad to see the grass is growing. You know, the grass is yeah. growing back. Just hope it holds off. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, well, by I the mean, way, I'm going to say not to change the subject, but we had a uh, we had a birthday yesterday. One of our group members, Mr. Mr. Wade Holloway. I won't won't say how old he turned, but happy belated birthday, there, buddy. Hollowell, Hollowell, Holloway, Hollowell, Calvin, Calvin's birthday. Calvin. <laughs> Good old how old Calvin. Are you, Calvin. Come on, Calvin. How old are you? Fifty. <laughs> Oh, I, I saw your I saw your AARP card the other day when you pulled out your wallet. I saw it. AARP card. <laughs> he bought it. He he bought us all cheap coffee at McDonald's this morning. He got the discount. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're not. You asked him that on the water. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, yeah. So. Um, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, I would definitely probably try and head up and, and try and find some new grounds to fish. I, I'm, I'm one who I've always liked to go and fish new areas, or at least 
run around and hit different spots that I used to hit back in the day or whatever, just to kind of switch it up, you know, and, and you never know whenever you're going to find a, find a new sweet spot, you know. Yeah. I think the most important thing, the most important lesson that can be learned from running across a school of over 100 fish that won't eat is just because you found some fish doesn't mean you need to go back every day and beat the tar out of them. You know, I mean, I I kind of get it for some of the guides and stuff because you you, you kind of need to, but uh, you really really have to think to yourself: Does it make sense for me to continuously go back to the same spot and just keep hitting those fish in the head with the same thing? And the reason why I say that truly is because a couple of years back, man. I used to fish the South End Lagoon a lot, and uh, down by uh, the sticks, down in the South End, uh, right by Pelican Island. And it, you know, for me, it was just—it was a great place to go. I knew I could find fish; it was never really an issue. But the main problem was after a month or so. I wasn't getting hits. I'd see fish. I'd throw, you know, my typical baits at them, and they wouldn't eat it. So, I don't know. I don't know. It, it it's it's really really frustrating to to find fish and just not get them to eat. But then again, as a lot of guys have said, who fish uh, tournaments all over the all over the southeast for redfish. If you can catch a redfish in the Mosquito Lagoon, the Indian River, basically just on the Space Coast, you can catch a redfish anywhere. Yeah, I've heard that. That's so, tough. You know, it, they're educated. Dude, they are. They're smart fish. They, they, they've seen the same things over and over and over again. You know, and, and I personally, I, I've, I've kind of lost all enjoyment of fishing the same launch spot every weekend. Unless, of course, we go with Pepe, then, I mean, that never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, just like you're saying it, you know, you, you've seen the fish over in uh, No Motor Zone. When we go over to No Motor Zone, you've seen those big, When we, whenever we run into the big girls, 40 inches or, or above, how many times have we tossed out artificial baits in front of their face that any other fish would take that bait, but those big ones do not take it. Most of the time, I'll say 90% of the time, those big ones were not taken. It's because that fish hasn't been living for 30 or 40 years for no reason at all. That fish has been around, you know. They know what to eat, you know. They know what to, you know, you throw that plastic, and a lot of them have gotten so smart, man, they just do not take it. Yeah. There? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and I mean, it's, it's interesting to watch some of the guys. I mean, during the during the redfish uh, spawn, they get stupid and they'll eat just about anything. I mean, you could throw the biggest topwater plug you you can find, like a tuna popper, That's and right. try and eat it. That's but right. during typical uh, just typical seasonal fishing, it's tough, man. It really it can get really really tough. So you know, for me, of course, I think you guys heard it enough tonight. Slay, the Slayer baits are, are key for me. 
I can I can almost always get fish to turn around and uh and, and slam one of those one of those SSTs or SSBs. And in fact today uh, I heard I heard some glass minnows getting busted up by a dock, so I paddled over to that. And uh, Greg Berry, he even heard it. I had, I had like a, I don't know, maybe 18-inch, 17, 18-inch little pup redfish come crashing out of the water trying to eat the bait. So uh, they're aggressive. When they're on that when they're on that natural food, man, it's it's really really hard sometimes to get them to to commit to the plastics or to even hard baits. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm just really really stoked that we that our water's starting to clean up, that we have legitimate seagrass growing in the no motor zone and in parts of the Indian and Banana River. But that's it. I think we've talked enough tonight. Yeah. Between having uh, technical difficulties here on the show tonight and whatever, we had some great reports from a lot of. Really, really knowledgeable people. Definitely appreciate that, as always. Um, any of you guys who are in the chat room or listening to the show, either live or via the app later, you can download for free off of iTunes and uh, Google products. If you want to give us a shout and uh, give us a fishing report and be heard on kind of on a loop on our app, feel free to do so. And this little commercial will tell you how to do it. When we get back from this little commercial break, we'll uh, say our goodbyes. So here you go. Welcome to KayakFishingRadio.com. Submit your local fishing report to be aired on Kayak Fishing Radio and the Kayak Fishing Radio iPhone and Android app. Please follow these steps. Step 1. Create a Skype account. Step 2. Add Kayak Fishing Radio to your contacts on Skype. Step 3. Call Kayak Fishing Radio and you will hear a recorded greeting. Start recording after the tone. If you do not have a computer or access to one, you may call in via phone at 404-890-5232. That's 404-890-5232. There you go. So if you want to get involved with what, with what all we got going on here at Kite Fishing Radio, and you want to be heard, and you want to plug your club, or you want to plug you're putting on or whatever you got going on, feel free to call that number and set up a Skype account and give us a uh give us a report. But um yeah Bueller. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm so out of it right now. <laughs> cool. So listen again our, our theme species tonight was Mega Snapper. Um an easy rig for mangrove snappers would be just 20-pound leader material. You can dip down to lighter, but as Alan found out, they like to shoot for the mangrove, I mean, for the uh, pylon. Hello. So, go. What? <laughs> yeah. What happened? I lost you again. You said. Right you know the I, commercial. I, you just I came can back. hear everything I just said. What's that? I heard everything I just said. 
I think there's something wrong with our phones is what it is. Not the, it's not the connection with people hearing it on, on the Internet. I think it's the, the connection itself on the phones, I think. Yeah, I think that we each drop out from each other's phone or something. Yeah, it's the phone. Yeah. It's the phone. People are saying they can hear us in the, uh, hear us in the chat room. Everybody so. thinks we're on some sort of medication. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, yeah, so... I use 10-pound Power Pro, maybe 15, 20-pound liter, monofilament or fluorocarbon. A number 1 or 1-0 or even a uh, 2-0 size live bait hook. Works really well. I'm not a big fan of circle hooks for mangrove snappers, and Wade found out why. Just sometimes it's just really, really hard to get them to uh, commit and to be able to reel fast enough to get that hook to turn and do what it needs to do on the smaller mangroves. So live shrimp, if you can net some greenies or some pogies, small ones, bring some scissors along, cut their tails off, cut their heads off, use the, use the body chunk with no weight. If you're using shrimp on the bridge, I like to use a small split shot. And that's pretty much it. Pretty simple. Bounce yep. from bridge filing to bridge filing until you find them. That's right. Anything else? Simple. Sorry about that. Anything else to add? No. I was no, going to say one thing. Yeah. Once I got the hang of it, it was uh, it was good. I got the feel for it. It's it's easy. So and fun. And, it, and it's just, and it's just like you said, Chuck. They're finicky. They're they're very finicky eaters. You gotta let them pretty much eat the way I usually work the mango snappers. I usually let them run a little bit. Um, I let them take my line a little bit. And as soon as they take my line, then set that hook. And once you set that hook, you got them on there. But you, they're very finicky, man. Yeah, they're one of the smarter of the snappers family. Snapper yeah. family. Yeah. All right, that's it. We're over. All right, Alan, <laughs> do your thing. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I want to thank Thanks, by Bo, Harry Goods Outdoor Shop, Red Zone Apparel, Jackson Kayaks, uh, Yak Gear. Uh, who else? Ending Branches Aquabound, especially. The new Surge Carbon is amazing. If anybody's never tried that paddle, you got to get your hands on it. That one's sexy today, by the way. Ah, thank you, thank you. I loved it. Not you, your paddle. Oh, my paddle. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah, I liked it. And uh, that's it. That's it for me. <laughs> All right. I got to um, – first, let me thank uh, Kayaks Fishing Radio, Kayaks by Boo, Perry Goods Outdoor Shop in Melbourne, Native Watercraft, Aquabound Paddles, my Aquabound, my, my carbon surge will be here on Thursday. So I get to test it out on Thursday. We'll see – We'll see what that's all about. But um, Slayer Ink Lures, Hook One Kayak Fishing Gear, Yak Attack, um, Ram Mounts, Orca Coolers, Tackle Webs, Black Dog Custom Rods, Fishing Florida Radio, and Tailing Toads. Dang. Jeez. Amen. It's feeling serious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, of course, for me, I'd like to thank Hobie Kayaks, 
Walker coolers, tackle webs, railblazer and yak gear, ego nets, ENO, sending branches. I I actually have my brand new paddle, my navigator that will hopefully soon be able to accompany my brand new C deck. Hopefully. On my Pro Angler 14, which I think the paddle's more for decoration. But it'll be a fine piece of equipment just in case my Mirage Drive should break. Slayer Ink Lures and Kayaks by Bo. And of course, folks, we're getting ever closer to the opening of KDV Outfitters. If you guys are uh, heading to the boondoggle, make sure to stop by and see one of us, either Alan, Peppy, or myself. We may or may not have some uh, freebies for you. Frisbees. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but anyway, listen, seriously, on a serious note, as this show tends not to be so serious sometimes, Take the child fishing. They are for sure the future of our sport. Very, very important that we do that. And uh, thank you to the folks who fished with us today. Had a great time. And we'll leave you with a boondoggle spot, and then we'll get out of here. Gentlemen, appreciate it as always. Sorry for the technical difficulties tonight. We'll work that out, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next. No, wait. We will not have a live show next Monday. That's right. Because Alan and I are fantastic husbands. And we decided that our wives should be able to go out for a, what, what's it called? It's the uh, the um, melting pot and ladies' night dinner and get their nails done and all that good stuff. So we so, get stuck with the kids. They're excited. Yeah. So what is that? Is that, a, is that is that what you call a brownie points night? Is that, is that, that is yeah. night? sure a brownie <laughs> point night? <laughs> <laughs> That's all that is. <laughs> we were actually told it was after we had no choice. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get the grandparents to watch the kids and do some night fishing. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> All right, everybody, yeah, listen, great. take it easy, be safe out there, take a kid fishing, see you at the boondoggle, it's coming up soon, we're, we're within maybe a month and a week. Wow. Yep. Crazy. Yep, it's coming up. Boondoggle? What the heck is a boondoggle? Is it a tournament? No, it's not a freaking tournament. A boondoggle is just an event where a bunch of kayak anglers come together for a weekend of fun and kayak fishing. We all get together and fish, check out industry-related products, have a big dinner, and swap a fishing story or two. What's that? Sounds like a useless waste of time? Yeah, it is. So what? So get your butt up off the couch and get to a boondoggle. Bring yourself. Bring your family. Heck, Bring your hairy-ass brother-in-law. I don't care. Just get to a boondoggle. Check out yakangler.com slash boondoggle for more information.
Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers. Made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.